Welcome to the Real Estate Trainer Podcast with your host, Brian Eisenhower. This podcast is brought to you by Eisenhower Coaching and Consulting. ICC provides customized and structured coaching and training programs for real estate agents and team leaders, representing many of the top producing agents in North America. ICC also offers broker and owner consulting on agents recruiting, training, and retention. For more info, visit EisenhowerCoaching.com or find us on Facebook. So I build websites for every single market and every single market, this is my number one call to action. And it is the guaranteed offer program. Uh, my mentor taught me this a long time ago. Uh, he's a pretty good guy named Brian Eisenhower. Um, you know, he told me a long time ago, said, hey, when you go into that listing presentation, you should be the buyer, number one, right? Number one, always be the buyer, be the one um, who could buy that house, right? And so you can buy the house or you can list the house and give them some options. So I've always been a investor myself and probably everybody, all of our coaches are investors. I think most of our clients are investors, right? So we need to be teaching our clients that every time we go on to a listing appointment, we should be able to buy that house. I know you can buy it. We all have money. We, we can pull our money together. We've got hard money loans that we can do. You should know a lot of investors that could pay cash for it. Or you could buy it yourself with your own cash. There's a lot of ways to buy that property. But now, OfferPad has came into the mix a little bit. And if you refer an offer to them, where they got really deep pockets, they're going to give you a 3% commission on the offer that they give those people. Right? So you can make a commission of it, and you get a happy client. Now, I want to have Rick explain a little bit about what he's doing, because he's doing this at a, a pretty high level. And what we want to cover today is, is how this is marketed to our clients. We want to cover, what do we call it? Do we call it a guaranteed sale? Or do we call it a guaranteed offer program? How do we market this to our clients? Then we want to know our disclaimers, right? Because I don't want to get anybody in trouble. Last thing I want to do is say, guaranteed your home sold in 30 days or I'll buy it. And then they get mad at the real estate coach. That would be bad, right? So we want to make sure that they got the proper disclaimers. I want Rick to talk a little bit about that too. And then we need to come up with some scripts. Number one, some scripts on how we present this at the listing presentation table, the kitchen table or whatever that might be. And then we also want to come up with some scripts and dialogues on how we use this in a lead generation uh, standpoint when maybe we're circle prospecting through a neighborhood or maybe we're calling expired listings for sale by owner listings or even having something to talk to our sphere of influence about, right? So I want to talk a little bit about scripts and dialogues and the way to market this. Do we do direct mail? Is this a social media marketing? Uh, that sort of thing. So Rick, I'm going to kind of let you take it over from here and kind of show us what you're doing, how explain it on your end of things, and we'll kind of go from there. Yeah, Brad, I think you're absolutely right. Real estate agents are out of touch. And I would call this a compelling call to action. Like, what is your compelling call to action? Like, the rest of the world has a compelling call to action. Geico, give me 15 minutes and I'll save you 15% on insurance. Ford, have you driven a Ford lately? Like, there's always a compelling call to action. I'm walking with my daughter down the college campus and they're like, sign up for a credit card. We'll give you a free t-shirt and hat. Like there's always a compelling call to action. I tell her, avoid it. What about us as in the real estate community? Real estate agents are still marketing 
call me today for a home value report. Can you believe how crazy this is in 2022 when they can type their address in and get a value report instantly from redfinrealtor.com and Zillow? Like, it's just absolutely crazy that we still think that's a value proposition. Or with the one that I, I think is the most hilarious, call me today for a list of properties available for sale. Like somehow we're the gatekeeper. We've got it all under lock and key. Like we do not, those are not compelling call to action. And if we're going to compete with the offer pads, if you're going to compete with a purple brick, if you're going to compete with Redfin, if you're going to compete with Open Door, who just opened their doors literally in the San Francisco Bay Area, my market, if you're going to compete with them, you've got to have a really, really good compelling call to action. And I really think you got to turn, you got to tone down the, the shock factor of the instant offer. And by you having your own compelling call to action, you can do that. Now, I don't think guaranteed offer uh, is the only way to do this. We have multiple calls to action that we think are compelling. We have a like it or list it program. If you don't like the home, we'll list it again for free. Uh, we have another program. Uh, we have several other programs available that we use. Um, you, you've often heard others say, if we don't sell it, we'll buy it. But my favorite one is what Brad's talking about. And it is the guaranteed offer program. Now, if you go to guaranteedofferprogram.com, you'll see how I do it how I lead with this on our website, I lead with this on billboards, I lead with this on uh, postcards that we send out. It is our compelling call to action. We rolled this out three years ago because I knew I would have to compete with iBuyers in a market. And I really wanted to get there before anyone else. I wanted to get there and find a solution. When we first rolled out Guaranteed Offer Program, and you can again go there at guaranteedofferprogram.com and you can see how we do it. When we first rolled it out, there wasn't an offer pad or a Zavi available. And those are two companies, if you haven't looked into them, you should look into them. But I, I don't know that they're the best option, but they are an option. And, you know, I talked to, to Brian Eisenhower the other day about this. He's like, maybe it's a, a Zavi or an offer pad is a good option B or an option C. Uh, what offer pad does is exactly what Brad said. You collect up you you have a listing and you submit that they give you a three percent referral fee and they'll give you an instant offer on that property and they actually have a platform offer pads forward slash agent or agents and you can look and see how all that works zavi is like a widget you can put on your website and embed iBuyer for your local real estate broker. So if you're working with indie brokers and they don't have this concept that zavi can actually provide the widget that they could put on the website uh, so that you can actually compete with iBuyers. I personally believe that the future of real estate is teams and technology. And it, it's not teams or technology, it's teams and technology. And if we don't, if we're not advancing technologies that are consumer friendly, uh, we're gonna be left out. And so it will be teams and technology in the future. And a big part of that technology is iBuyer. So Rick, Zillow just got it all wrong. Yeah, a lot of people stumble before they get the flight to to work, before they get the airplane. And, you know, they, a lot of people crash. There's a lot of bite light bulbs that didn't work before Thomas Edison got the first one to light up. And I think that the future is going to have an, a component of iBuyers and brokers that get ahead of it will tone down the open doors and the purple bricks and the red fins and the uh, Farahs and the various companies that are coming out launching these types of iBuyer programs trying to save your real estate commission to the seller. 
So you could use Azavi and put that on your website, creating a iBuyer system. You could use OfferPad as the investor. But my favorite way to do it, even today, is you go out and find your own investors. There are investors that want to have, they want to get a great deal. You know them and I know them. And what we did is we drafted a document called a mem memorandum of investor. And it wasn't a contract. It wasn't a contract. It was more of a memorandum of understanding. And the understanding was, is if we gave you a property investor, you uh, commit to writing an offer on that property 100% of the time. And you agree to write an offer 100% of the time on the property with our agents. And you agree to write an offer 100% of the time with our agents within a certain period of time. We chose 48 hours. And uh, practically speaking, our concierge gets the call for a guaranteed offer. They might have seen it on a billboard. They might have seen it in our community on some of our signage. They might have seen it on our website. And then we use an RPR report and send over a price range to the, to the investor who then turns around and ratifies a contract of which we take that residential purchase agreement to the customer, uh, the seller at that point ask them if they'd like to accept the offer or put it on the open market. Which do you think that most sellers choose to do? They absolutely want to put this property on the open market. They don't want to accept a, a low ball offer as how they would phrase it. They absolutely want to get the highest possible price, but this gets the conversation started. And what we found is that if you don't have this, then when Zillow comes into your community and, um, and uses their instant offer as they did in the past it was simply on their website like you have the app there was a little icon that says sell your home to zillow you clicked on it now you're going through that process or when other companies come and roll this out you have toned down that shock factor and you've created a compelling call to action for those in your community and it's beyond what most real estate agents are doing because they're not willing to go through the effort to get the investors lined up this can truly become a win-win situation, a win for investors that absolutely want to, to have opportunities to ride on properties and a win for those that respond to the guaranteed offer program so that you can fulfill your commitment with integrity. If you're ever questioned on the program, you bring out the, the memorandum of understanding and say, this was my understanding with the investors and don't get one, go, don't get two, don't get three. I think we have like a dozen of them that have signed this memorandum that they're willing to write on any property that we present them. Uh, notice that I don't give them a price point or don't require them to write at a certain price, uh, at a certain price. I want the free market to bear out who's going to get, who's gonna write the best offer on the property, but I will present those guaranteed offers. And if they accept, it'll accompany a listing agreement and we'll represent both the investor and we'll represent the seller on the property. So I've shared a lot here. I'm open to Brad answer any questions or concerns that anyone might have or tell you what our experience has been. Uh, I have found that this is one of the things that allow you to stand out from your competition and to be different in the marketplace. And in a world of real estate right now where the consumer thinks whatever brand you're working for, whether it's a red brand or a blue brand or a gold brand, uh, they all kind of think they're the same. And so when you can do yeah, something that creates a compelling call to action, like it'll set you apart from your competitors. 
I agree. 100%. John, I see your... You hit it right Go on the ahead. head, too. I mean, I think that's... We, as, as coaches, we got to get our clients thinking that way, right? We've got them in, you see them in Facebook groups and there's articles and stuff. We as coaches have got to get that out of their head immediately. Like we got to get them thinking like a business person. How do you beat the competition? What value do you actually bring to the table? So I love that. One of the things I know that uh, Brian wanted me to ask you was... Do you have a disclaimer on your marketing pieces? Is there anything that we should be putting on there if we're going to send out a postcard, direct mail card, or maybe on our website or that sort of thing? Well, we do. We drive them all to guaranteedofferprogram.com. It's the main call to action on our website. And we build websites because we're throughout the San Francisco Bay Area and Sacramento County. So I build websites for every single market. And every single market, this is my number one call to action. To me, it also displays my confidence in the market, that I'm confident that we list your home, we're going to sell it. Whether you choose to use that option or not, I'm confident and that that portrays that message. And when you send out listing specialists to a uh, homeowner's property, I think giving them that confidence, if it's not self-confidence, it can be team confidence that we can do this, especially with some of our newer listing specialists, this is one of the ways that we help embed that confidence. Yeah, for sure. How do you, um, speaking of that, like the scripts and the dialogues, like if you were going to say train me as a listing specialist to, yeah. to present this to a, a, a seller at the listing presentation, what, how's, that, how's that dialogue go? So Brad, let me answer your question, then I'll go straight to John. John, I see your hand, so I'll go to you next, okay? So what really, what typically happens Brad, is that it's not something we're positioning at a listing appointment. Uh, we're already at the listing. So I don't go in and say we have a guaranteed offer program. Uh, what it is, is that someone's driving down the freeway. They see our, our guaranteed offer. They call it and said, I'd like to get an offer on my property. And it initiates the conversation. Then we show up with an offer, present it to the seller as if you would any other scenario and say, you can either accept this offer, or we can go on the open market, what be your pleasure? And then you bring some comparable sales along the way to say, this is probably what the market would bear for your home. And there are circumstances where people say, I don't wanna spend any money on making repairs to my property and it's COVID and I don't wanna bring people trampling through my home. And so there are some very legitimate reasons why somebody may want to accept a guaranteed offer. And if that's right for them, like we're totally cool to have that accepted. John? Well, I like it. I'm always prefer to choice close over, you know, do I get the listing or not? So, but you said you represent both sides. And my question yes. is, uh, what, is there any discount on the percentage? Cause we're getting a lot of pushback on, you know, fives and fours. What, how do you, do you start off at full six or where do you go with that? Yeah. You know, John, that's a great question. Our model is a little different. So it's unusual. My listing specialists represent our buyers and it's unusual. Our buyer specialists represent our sellers. So in that situation, I have two agents that go out to the property. Uh, one that's going to help them when they go to sell and one that's going to go to help them when they make the purchase. And so uh, in that case, I'm usually able to clearly articulate, I got to pay two real estate agents, one for the buyer and one for the seller. And I think that common sense approach, like most people get it. When I go and I say, I'm the broker and I'm going to represent you and I'm going to represent the buyer, I tend to receive the actual, the same margin as if I sent out two team members 
because they then want to get that reduction of commission. So I think by keeping consistent with your standards and by having a buyer specialist and a listing specialist involved, our listing specialist will be the one that goes on the appointment. The buyer specialist is the one that wrote the offer on behalf of our guaranteed investor. We've got both people engaged in the process. And if they're going to accept, it's going to accompany a listing agreement as well. I have a question. Yes. So Rick, when you said, when you said that initially the calls coming in from someone who knows about your guaranteed uh, purchase program, if, right. if a past client reaches out to you just to list their home, but it's not part of an initial conversation, do you ever bring it up? If it's right for them, of course, we'd be happy to. We're going to be, you know, collecting an offer from an investor. I just find that most people want to put the property on the open market. Okay. Um, and so if it's right, it's not that we're trying to hide it or disclose it. It's all over the freeway here in the San Francisco Bay Area. People see this all the time. And when you step outside of like local real estate and you see who's running uh, strong, compelling call to actions, that tends to be the number one compelling action across the country. You step into Atlanta and you'll see Mark Spain. That's what he leads with. You go into Minneapolis, you're going to see a Chris Lindahl. That's what he leads with. Like this compelling call to action. When you see those that are trying to really send, send out a simple, concise message, that's what they're using. You know, th there's really two parts. You have the presentation to the seller and you have the presentation to the investor, right? And I think what's held most real estate agents back is they didn't have part B. They didn't have the investors who had the memorandum signed like we did. Um, and now with these online solutions that are coming out that allow agents to put that onto their website, or to have a, a several different options that if their investor won't make the offer, then they can find you know that Zavi will. And if Zavi won't make the offer, then you can go to open offer pad. And then it's just, there's several others available too. It's not the only one. Uh, I was just reading an article the other day that 15% of all purchases were non-owner occupied in the United States last year. And BlackRock is the number one landlord, the largest landlord of residential single family homes. Do you think a, a BlackRock would like to be introduced to this program? Of course they would. Hey Rick, I know people are going to ask, hey, where do I find these investors? Yeah, it's a great question. I'm going to, uh, do you have a real estate team, by the way, or are you working independently? I'm working on a team, so yeah. Okay. So what I have found is most of my buyer specialists have investors. And I don't mean the invest the late night infomercial investors, because you know exactly who I'm talking about, right? right? There's a lot of people who say they're investors. They're not investors. They're spectators is what they are. They're, they're avid students of the market, but they don't actually pull the trigger and buy anything. We're looking for the investors in the market. I, uh, when we went out to get our memorandum of understanding with these investors, we went to our buyer specialist and said, who do you know? Then I called them and I said, listen, uh, we have this op this offer and it costs you nothing and you'll be able to make offers on properties. Would you like to participate? And they always said, what's the catch? No catch. You buy a property. We want to help you list it and we'll find a new buyer. Or if you're going to rent it, we'll send you over to a property manager if we don't offer that service. There's no catch to it whatsoever. But we did want to operate with full integrity. I do not color in the gray area. I don't color outside of the lines when it comes to legal matters or issues that can affect our reputation in the market. 
So by having a dozen investors that have signed a memorandum uh, gives me the confidence that I've done my due diligence to ensure that I'm not putting something out in the market that um, is fraudulent or mistaken or or is misleading in any way. I hope I answered your question, by the way. Yeah, that's great. Uh, we, we, my team has a similar thing, and we, it's networking yeah. is really how we found a lot of a lot of these folks. And as you mentioned, one of the things that maybe people will, well, are they really going to want to? It's exactly what you said. What investor wouldn't want someone to bring them yeah. opportunities all day long, right? That's exactly right. And what homeowner doesn't want to have the option? What homeowner doesn't? I mean, they don't have to take the offer. They're not obligated to take an offer now, even if it's at the full list price. They've got to ratify the purchase agreement. And so um, it, it starts the conversation. It tones down what's coming into your market and mine, which is a bunch of instant offers. And it allows you to get there as a local real estate broker and provide that compelling call to action before that sign is peppered all throughout your community. And people are shocked to see what that company's doing. And you're going to be able to say, I've been doing this for years. Happy, you want a guaranteed offer? Let's, let's, I'll have it to you in 48 hours. When can we meet? And you do this face to face. This is not a Zoom meeting. You go out to their property, you look at their home, and you made an offer and you, you submit that on their behalf. You make it subject to the investor going to the property, all the practical things that this group completely understands how to do. Um, and you got a really good offer. You've got a, an offer. And what happens is when you work with like a dozen investors, it begins to, uh, to tap into the free market and your investors actually start making more competitive offers. I lost that last one. Yeah, you lost the last one. You were way off. Okay, what do I need to do on the next one? Like it begins to create uh, better, more competitive offers when we let the free market do its thing. So are the That's investors, I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, for, for the homeowner. I think when you have five or six investors that make an offer on the property and only one can get the ratified contract and you go back to those other four investors and you say you were way off on this one and this person wrote a more compelling offer, then they naturally ask, what do I got to do next time? And so, uh, and that helps you increase the competitiveness of the offer for your client. There isn't the margin in today's market for flipping properties for them to come in at 50% or even 30%. Those margins have really thinned out uh, in recent years. And this gives us an opportunity to present multiple offers to the client that wants the guaranteed offer program. It also accompanies, you know, if the offers are in my left hand, a CMA of what the mark, what the property will, the market will bear for that property is in my right hand. And uh, with a list of things that they might want to do to prepare their home for sale. Kind of to your point, Mark, you know, um, we got to get our clients thinking bigger than that, right? Like getting money is not a problem to buy a house. Like just put it like I teach my investors that just put an offer in, we'll get you the money. That's not going to be a problem. In fact, I've got a lot of my real estate teams now pulling their money together and they are the investor, right? That's great retention for your real estate team. There's a great team building exercise. There's a lot to it. So Finding money is not never a problem, but getting people to start thinking this way, that's what we need to start doing. Now we've got the game plan and the playbook. So thanks Rick for being here. I really appreciate it, dude. Yeah, you bet. And you know, that when we you, you brought up a point that I think uh, is really important, reminded me of when we started. We started with the goal of we would buy, eventually buy the property. 
the investors were a means to an end before I would then write the offer on our behalf. And we did that dozens of times over the last couple of years and where the investor didn't purchase it and we did purchase it. And so I think that's part of the, the value proposition for your team. Like you want to get into the real estate business. You want to work with the team because you also want to own your own product. And yep. we can help you do that. Nobody has a better opportunity to buy product than real estate agents that goes through your desk before it goes on the open market. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Real Estate Trainer Podcast, sponsored by Eisenhower Coaching and Consulting. For more information about real estate coaching or to watch Brian's training videos, check out therealestatetrainer.com or find us on social media. And remember, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast so you get the latest episodes as soon as they're available.